Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self Evolution Regardless. So in today's episode we're gonna be talking about self-care tips. Yes, because it's been a while since we talked about self-care. So this episode is gonna be about practical ways of taking care of yourself and let me emphasize this point as well because it's been a while for me and i should be also taking care of myself so pretty much giving these tips is sort of like giving myself advice along with giving you advice my dear listeners to take care of yourself now the most important thing you can do in the most practical, basic, very much a must-do thing for each and every one of us is to take care of our personal hygiene first and foremost. And so, um, Personal hygiene in taking a shower, brushing your teeth, washing yourself, grooming yourself, um, taking care of your hair, hairstyling, just, just anything that really makes you feel good about yourself, about your physical appearance, about your body, maintaining your body at a healthy rate, at a healthy way. Just staying fit also, meditating, doing some stretching uh, stretching exercises, yoga sometimes, um, working out, getting that cardio, you know, uh, doing those cardio exercises, getting your heart moving and your muscles burning some energy, that actually helps a lot. So these are pretty much like social slash mental slash psychological ways of taking care of yourself and hopefully i'll dedicate you know next time i will make sure i dedicate an episode for the physical um care that we need to provide for ourselves now without any further ado let's begin number one Never put anyone on a pedestal above yourself where no one belongs. And this is, by the way, um, extracted from the website loveaddictionhelp.com. So never put anyone on a pedestal above yourself where no one belongs. Because if you're going to put anyone on a pedestal, you're always going to be like idealizing them they're they're always gonna look at them as this um big deal type of person that you're gonna picture them as these flawless perfect people when you know that no one is perfect so it's kind of like contradictory at the same time but it shouldn't be like that. You should never put anyone on a pedestal above yourself, okay? You put yourself first. You take care of yourself before you take in a, take care of anybody else because think about it. 
What if, and I already mentioned this in the previous episode, I forgot which title it was, but I did mention this example. Say, for example, there's a plane crash, and everyone has to save each other, just help each other survive. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta put on your oxygen mask before you put on that mask on anybody else's face. That's how you're gonna be able to breathe a little bit longer so that you can save the people around you, right? So you're gonna have to save yourself first before you save people around you that are also struggling to survive. And the same goes for your every single daily life. You're gonna have to take care of yourself first before you take care of anybody else. And this especially goes for mothers. You need to take care of yourself as well. Stop being so selfless and so giving to people that you neglect your own needs and wants. Not just mothers, but people in relationships in general. Just take care of yourself. Put yourself on a pedestal. You should not put anyone else on that pedestal. And that pedestal doesn't belong to anybody else but you. Like the place, the position on that pedestal belongs to nobody else but you. Okay? Number two, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Easy, I think, right? Because a lot of times we get ourselves in these, we put ourselves in these situations where we feel like this, the thing that we're doing is wrong. But then we do it anyway because there's this thought at the back of our heads that is pushing us, pushing us forward and it's um, motivating us to do this thing that we don't want to do in the first place, but we gotta do it. Like we, we don't want to do it, but we gotta do it for the sake of doing it. And it's not gonna be an easy task. So. Especially if it feels wrong in terms of like ethical matters and if it goes against your own value system. If it feels wrong, if you're intuitively speaking not comfortable with the idea, just don't do it. Number three, trust your instincts always. If you have this feeling inside that you want to fly freaking escape for your life don't wait any other second and just keep questioning things if you have this feeling that you want to freeze and not go anywhere until you've solved this problem do it if you feel like it's in it's in your like instinct to do so trust it you must always always trust it it's very very important for your personal benefit but also to take care of yourself and to believe in yourself number four stop feeling you should be nice to everyone only to be nice only to be nice to or respect those who are nice back so If you are feeling you need to be nice to everyone, just only 
Oh, right. I actually read it wrong. So, stop feeling you should be nice to everyone, okay? Because being nice to everyone seems... And it's going to make you feel... And it's going to make you look pathetic to everyone. So, stop doing it. But only be nice to or respect those who are nice back, okay? Don't be nice to those who are not nice to you. And you're hoping that they're gonna gain their consciousness and, you know, respect you back? That's not gonna happen. Only be nice to those who are nice back. And for those who are not, just... Okay, next. It gets easier with practical experience. I'm pretty sure it's difficult at first, but it gets easier with putting yourself in the situation and saying, no, I'm not going to be nice to everyone anymore. I'm, I'm sick of being pathetic. You know, I'd like to be nice to only that are not, to only those who are nice to me back. So yeah. Thank you. Next. Number five, stop taking responsibility for any adult's feelings, behaviors, or choices that are not yours. You are not responsible. They are. Okay? Any adult's feelings, behaviors, or choices is their own feelings, behaviors, and choices. You don't owe them anything. You're not responsible for them. They're not yours. So as long as they're not yours, you can totally, simply distance yourself from that situation and just go on and move on with your life. You're not responsible for their own feelings, behaviors, and choices. They are. These people who have these are responsible for them. Number six, say no to anything of which you are not sure. Simply speaking, if you're not certain about something and you want to do it, for example, like a training or some sort of a course or just anything, if you're not sure about it, like if you haven't been well prepared, for example, prior to starting this thing that you want to do, just say no. Because you're better off without it when you're not prepared then doing it while while you're not sure about how you know the the extent to which it's gonna be successful or it's if it's gonna guarantee some results so if you're not sure about it just say no it's better to say to avoid something you're not sure of than to go ahead and suffer consequences which are not even planned for so yeah number seven say yes only to that of which you're sure yeah absolutely self-explanatory number eight never give up engaging in your own interests goals or passions for love or anybody so why love in particular love is easily easily used as a drug okay love 
can blind us from so many things. It can even blind us from our own potential and thriving and wanting to pursue our own dreams, goals, and achievements, and everything. So love can hinder us from growing and becoming better people, okay? And and it can inhibit us from our self-evolution, right? So... So just because we're in love or we're with somebody or we're doing, like, we're working under somebody, there's no reason why we should stop engaging in our own interests, goals, or passions, okay? Never. Ever. Ever. Number nine, engage yourself in meaningful relationships with people who are non-toxic. Yes, big, big, big circle here on the non-toxic word. And treat yourself with respect, kindness, and warm regard treatment that you deserve. Okay? Avoid those toxic circles which drain you, which ask yourself if you're in the, in the middle of a meeting or something. How do you feel in the middle of that meeting? Just ask yourself for a sec. Just within yourself, okay? How am I feeling right now? Is this fulfilling me? Is this making me happy? Is this meeting making me fulfilled? Is this making me accomplished? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, continue, might as well build something with these people together, why not? But if any of these questions has an answer of no, or if you answered all of these questions with the answer no, just leave, just leave, okay? Just find an excuse, make up something urgent, that has nothing to do with reality. Just leave. You're better off, you know, without these people and keeping your dignity and your self-respect than to stay in the social circle where you feel, like, um, drained, you know, exhausted, just consumed and tired and all over the place, okay? And treat yourself with respect, kindness, and warm regard, okay? Because, think about it. If you leave, that act, that simple act of just leaving a toxic circle of toxic people is already self-respect and self-love, alright? You deserve better people to be around, okay? You deserve better people to be around. Number 10, let go of that which, sorry, of that which you have no control over, except that of which you do have control. So, basically, this is pretty much, I think, self-explanatory. That thing which you cannot control, leave it. That thing which you can control, to an extent at least, then accept it. Deal with it. Alright? 
Number 11. Don't be a people pleaser. It's not your job. It's not in your job description. I like this one. <laughs> Don't be a people pleaser. Alright? Don't. Stop. Like I said earlier, put your needs and wants first before anybody else's. And that's gonna be worth it, you know? Number 12. Never shame, devalue, or speak negatively of yourself no matter what. This is extremely, extremely, um, terribly difficult. I know. For people who come from narcissistic families like me, and it's never been easy to stop shaming devaluing and speaking negatively of ourselves because that's what we have been trained to do however if we educate ourselves if we learn how these people act and if we alter our stream of thoughts if we alter the way we think there is no like um Let me put it this way. There's an easier chance. There's a light, more likely, oh my god. There's a higher chance of, of us actually reducing the amount of times we, um, shame, devalue, and talk negatively about ourselves. If we try with the smallest acts every single day to, to start and try to self-respect and self-love and self-believe, that is already altering the way that we think about ourselves. But it's not impossible. It is not. It is doable. And it is gradual, but it has to be something that is committed to, to be successful. Number 13, never violate your values. Consistently exercise your values instead of professing them. Exactly. Never value, violate your own values, okay? And exercise them instead of professing them. Rather than professing them, okay? Number 14, stay away from negativity and relationships fraught with drama. Those relationships filled with drama and nothing but problems between people and, you know, um, like fights and intensity and stress and mess just avoid those pro those relationships because all they're gonna cause is more problems to you more karma to you and less blessings and less you know um future like progress in your life it's only gonna make you emotionally retarded sorry for the word <laughs> but yeah face it Number 15, honor all your needs and wants, especially in relationships. I've already said this like five times already, so let's move on. 
Because you need to know, okay, so, uh, you need to know your needs and wants in your relationships. You need to identify them, you need to remind yourself of them, and you also need to remind your partner of them. Any chance, any occasion you get to, okay? And you must honor them. You must honor all your needs and all your wants. And if that partner is willing to respect them, just as you respect theirs, then by all means, continue with the relationship. But if this partner, this person you're with, decides to violate them, decides to dismiss them, ignore them, devalue them, you're better off alone without this person in your life causing any more trouble. Right? Okay. Number 16. Never listen to anyone who tells you how you should think, feel, believe, or act in your own freaking life. So... Um, being an adult, a responsible adult, you already have established your own value system, your own choices and beliefs and decisions and whatever things you, you like and dislike, agree with or disagree with, and you already know how you feel, think, believe, and act. But for any reason... And this is especially difficult coming from narcissistic parents because narcissistic parents, what will they, what they will do, even to their adult children, is that they will intervene and they will try to let them know how they should feel, think, believe, and act. Because that's their mission in life, you know, they believe, and uh, they should be doing that for the rest of their life until they're buried in the grave. And that's their mission. They have to take care of their growing adult children, telling them how they should think, feel, believe, or act. Now, I am not personally against that. Okay, that is, that is acceptable. But not to the extent where... It feels like without their advice, you're going to be lost. Especially as an adult child. Okay? Like, not to the extent where it feels like you're hopeless and helpless without their advice. And you can't do anything, and you can't take care of yourself, and you can't take any responsibility, you can't... Uh, separate between your own boundaries and theirs. There is no such thing as boundaries, first of all. So, that is a really, really messed up situation. Okay? But in general, anybody, anybody who tells you how you should feel, think, believe, and act in your own life, that is just someone you know, invading, crossing your boundaries, basically. And that is someone trying to control you. And that is someone who's insecure. Deeply, deeply, very, very deeply, you know these people that who do this are extremely 
insecure deeply within them. They do this out of insecurity and they want to make sure that they, um, you know, balance, regulate their emotions and insecure by controlling someone else and telling them how they should feel, think, behave, and act. Bullshit. <laughs> so, never listen to that shit. Okay, never listen to that crap. It's only gonna make you feel helpless and it's only gonna put you Put your arms in handcuffs and you're only gonna be standing, staring in the blank and just, um, waiting for the mercy of death to come take you. You know, it's just so, it's useless really. Listening to that advice over and over and over again, it's only gonna make you less of an adult growing up responsible person and more of a helpless entitled also. Um, useless, powerless person. Okay, so just never listen to that advice. Never. Number 17. Never tolerate any person who by word or deed implies you are worthless or inadequate. Not anybody. Okay? So, by word or deed... Okay, anyone who verbally or physically implies that you are worthless or inadequate is someone who only seeks to control you and only seeks to put you down and only seeks to destroy your you at your core, never wants you to grow, never wants you to, you know, develop, never wants you to evolve, never wants you to become a better person. That person, that person's intention is to only destroy your existence. That's their only intention. If they, if their behavior or the words that they say to you imply in any way, shape, or form that you're worthless? Never, ever, ever tolerate that. Put a limit to that. Set yourself free. And do not allow that to happen. Look, there's a piece of advice that is extremely precious. And very, very... Um, short and sweet, but also has a deep, deep meaning. Only, people can only hurt you if you allow them. As long as you tolerate their stabs, if you allow them to, if you allow them to stab you, if you allow them to slap you, etc. You only you're only going to be hurt if you allow these people to hurt you. So as long as you put a limit to their shit, as long as you put a stop to their violence, to their inappropriate behavior and inappropriate words to you, that's final and that is self-respect. And remember right number 11 I have a right to eliminate conversations which 
put me down or or humiliate me that is part part of it that is actually the verbal side but it's also the physical side remember if language is mixed with this redness in the face this tension this warmth this shaking of the arms this violent you know um table you know um hitting or this huge loud voice that's extremely loud to the point where if you stand close enough to it you're going to be actually deaf um this rage this roaring this this whole violent you know shaking and the violent um knock on the table just any sort of that any sort of not necessarily physically beating you but all of those that i just mentioned are also physical violence and physical um invasion an implication implication yeah i think i think it is of your worthlessness and inadequacy okay if they if if either manifest or if both manifest that is right there that is your boundaries you being told or implicitly told that you are worthless and inadequate my advice to you never tolerate that okay all right next number 18 never try to earn someone's love or approval you are not a slave who you are is enough you are not a slave okay you are not a slave to someone's willingness and choice as to whether or not they're going to give you any of that approval or love you're just not you're free you're just as free as that person by the way and who you are is enough and part of being a people pleaser is to is to sabotage your own self exhaust yourself overachieve to the point where you're you're really really tired but for the intention of actually seeking approval from that person and coming from a narcissistic family with narcissistic parents i can tell if you have narcissistic parents you've been doing this all your life you're overachieving you're doing this and doing that and trying this and trying that and in in all in the hopes of maybe if i can do this this time i'll be loved this time i'll be heard this time i'll be seen and and all this time we spend begging for attention from our parents and and family and even in romantic relationships we beg for the attention of our partner 
for their approval and love and to only get what? More criticism and more judgment? More put-downs? More comments? More stares? Is it really worth it? And it's extremely difficult to put a limit to that and to say, no, I've had enough. Like, I can do this by myself and I can take care of myself, but I can also give myself the unconditional approval and love and warmth that my own bloodline never really gave me. And I can be myself and I can be more than enough for myself. And that's more than just it, you know, that's really all there is to it. So, never trying to earn that type of approval and love is really, whoo, so freaking relieving to do. Instead of exhausting yourself to get that impossible approval. Number 19. Always be kind, gentle, compassionate to yourself in every matter and life experience, okay? Always, always be kind, gentle, and compassionate to yourself. And this emphasizes number 12. Never shame, devalue, or speak negative to yourself. They actually complement each other very well. So what not shaming, devaluing, or speaking negatively to yourself is all about is about being kind, gentle, and compassionate to yourself in every single matter and in every single life experience that you get so that you won't regret ever in your life and wake up one day realizing you have never lived a day in your life. No, you should do it right now so that you will not get to that point. Number 20, stop blaming others for where you, where you what? Oh, sorry, uh, stop blaming others for where you're at with your love addiction. You are not a victim. There is zero power in being a victim, absolutely. All you put is blame on others. And it's just making you not have any sort of power. And I hate that word. I know I used it in most of my episodes of this podcast, but like, but pretty much a victim is someone who is powerless, unfortunately. And I hate that word, but I used it. Sorry. (laughs) I'll try to use more or less self-evolvers or survivors or something empowering like that because word victim is honestly just um powerless you know take responsibility own it you don't you did sorry you did the best you could now go forward and learn from its growth 
So stop blaming others for where you're at with your love addiction, okay? You are not a victim. Take responsibility. Own it. You did the best you could, okay? Now go forward and learn from it. And grow it. Grow from it, okay? Because you did your best. And if people did not see what you did and did not appreciate what you did for them and did not consider what you did for them, that's their problem. They're not appreciative. They're not grateful. Okay, so you did your best. And you chose others before you. Before you chose yourself. So it's their problem if they did not, you know consider you as someone of a worth okay you considering yourself as someone worthy is more than enough people who did not appreciate you on the other hand shouldn't be shouldn't be put on a pedestal and shouldn't be looked up to okay because they never appreciated you in the first place. So, you're not the victim in all this. Realize you did your best. Now it's time to take responsibility, grow from it, and learn from it, and own it. Own your life. Own your mistakes. Okay? And just learn from them the next time you face similar situations, and try to grow from them. Try to learn from them, because... You know, it's def definitely hard to, like, learn from the mistake the first time. But as long as you keep failing, always make sure you rise up. Always. Doesn't matter if you rise up perfectly, standing perfectly straight. What matters is you actually stand up after falling. You stand. You're able to pick yourself up. That's what I mean. Number 21, tell yourself first things you are grateful for, big or small, and make a daily habit of it. Oh my god, sorry. Tell yourself five things you're grateful for, okay? Big or small, and make it a daily habit. Every day, just say five things you're grateful for. Whether they're big or small, just five things. And only gonna take five seconds. Just say it. The first thing you wake up. Okay? Just be grateful. It really is good. Raise your vibrations, as they say. Number 22. Allow others to be who they are. Feel, do, and act. It is their right, alright? It is their right, absolutely. Just as it is yours. Simultaneously accept that what you observe is who they are. Okay? What you observe is who they are. So, accepting others for what they do feel act as them they're not their nature and as their right 
because people are not perfect, so you accept their flaws. You accept if they misunderstood sometimes, if they um, criticized sometimes. Not to the point, not to the point where they shame you, but constructively criticized you, or felt angry with you for some sort of thing. Just accept these people because. You know, people are not perfect, and it is their right to accept their behaviors, the way that they act, feel, and do. And it's just the same for you, you know, just as you want people to accept you for who you are and your flaws, your pros and cons, basically, just accept them for who they are as well. And accept that what you observe is who they are. Just as simple as that. Number 23. Stop pursuing perfection. It'll destroy you. And do what you can with what you have, where you are, as you are. Okay? Stop pursuing perfection. It's gonna hurt you. Just do the best you can with what you have, where you are, as you are. Just do things the best way they can. doesn't have to be perfect, but the better, you know, it's good to try, at least. Number 24. Take five minutes for yourself every day to relax and to connect with yourself and focus on validity, affirming yourself, saying, I am worthy. And I love myself enough to make healthy choices. All it takes is five minutes. Say, I am worthy and I love myself enough to make healthy choices. Is all it takes. Number 25. Honor all and any of your feelings, good or bad. Feelings are neither wrong nor right and they do not define you. Honor all of your feelings. You have your right, you have the right to your own feelings. Remember that? Remember that, okay? Good or bad. They're not wrong or right, and they do not define you. So, honor them. And finally... Oh, wait, actually, there's more. Uh, 26. Celebrate all of your personal achievements. Okay? Celebrate them. Celebrate all of your personal accomplishments or successes, big or small, tiny events, things like your growth, recovery, um, positive choices or decisions, jobs, career, anything. Just celebrate all your personal accomplishments or successes, big or small, your own way. Buy yourself a gift. Buy yourself a ticket and go to the cinema on your own. Take yourself out to a cafe. 
drink some wine, drink some coffee, chill, take yourself to a spa, get your feet massaged, take care of yourself, just bake a small cake with the candles saying congratulations for me. <laughs> just celebrate our personal choices. I mean, accomplishments and successes, big or small, your own way. And you're worth it, okay? This is proof of self-care and self-love. Number 27, do something that brings you pleasure. Example, seek out a pleasant leisure activity that feels good and regularly participate in it. Anything that brings you pleasure, whether in the social circles or on your own you know it doesn't matter as long as it brings you pleasure and self-satisfaction that's all that matters number 28 allow yourself to be all that you are no more cover-ups plenty will love you for that just be genuine and allow it to manifest itself in this world allow your genuine authentic, loving, fun, smart, caring person to appear in this world and no more cover-ups. I know, I know this is difficult for people coming from narcissistic families, especially if you're the scapegoat and you've been shamed and insulted and criticized and minimize and devalued for all the things you did which are different and sort of like outlawed compared to the laws of the narcissistic family. Remember the 10 rules of the narcissistic family you talked about? Um, and you're, you find yourself, uh, having to hide and having to stop showing up to events, having to stop having friends, having to stop talking to people, having to stop doing things that, you know, um, please you, fulfill you, fill your time, just, you, you decide to stop and hide and, and have to conform to their unfair, judgmental, critical system. No more. No freaking more. Allow yourself, again, to be all that you are and no more covering up. Okay, people who are gonna meet the real authentic version of yourself are gonna really be appreciative of that. Okay? Self-care is not selfish. This is from the website as well. Self-care is not selfish. What I meant before another episode, selfish, as in taking care of yourself. It's not selfish in the, in the, like, um, it's not selfish in the context of self-centered and revolving around the self and nobody else. No, it's not selfish. It is not self-pity, it is not self-indulgence or self-spoiling, 
It is not arrogance and it is not entitlement. Okay, because see, all of these 28 tips of self care also revolve around people around you and how you should treat them and how you should be able to build healthy, strong relationships with them. So it's not selfish, self pity, self indulgence, self spoiling, arrogance, or entitlement. Self care, however, is healthy, is self-preservation, is self-valuing and loving, and is a right that we have to take ownership of. Bottom line, if self-care is not an essential part of your life, if you don't treat yourself with kindness and respect, then how could you expect others to do the same? Okay? Good question. No one can do it for you but you. When people neglect themselves, it leads to resentment, anger, unhappiness, and certainly toxic, hurtful relationships, which happened to me a lot because I had a huge self-confidence problem. I still do, actually, and I'm working on it. It's been difficult and challenging, but it's really, really a must for me and a must for you as well. So don't neglect yourself, okay? Just don't. Because it's only going to hurt you and hurt the people you want to be with. And it's not going to lead to any good. Okay? We cannot truly function in healthy and well-being relationships. Moreover, it is critical for healthy and happy relationships. Definitely. You are worthy of love and belonging, and you are worthy of taking care of you. Remember that. That's a golden tip right there. Self-care is not selfish, vain, or egotistical. If you ever have a voice in your head that says something like, I'm being bad and selfish if I focus and care about my needs and put myself first. Then understand that this type of thinking is a lie. Okay, you're lying to yourself. You're gaslighting yourself if you say this. So don't think that way. Alter and change the way you think and your behavior will change. This kind of voice, what you just, what I just said, you know, it's selfish to put my needs and first and I focus and care about my needs and put myself first. This kind of voice is false message you received by someone in your past. And it can be not just someone from your past, but people from your past who told you the same message in different ways, okay? This is a false message. You need to get it out of your head. You need to, you need to get it out of your system. You unknowingly internalize this lie as a truth. Remember that childhood is such a a sacred but also pure and innocent white page that accepts whatever it is that's splurged in it. So that's how we were 
basically um, built, unfortunately. So, stuff like this, false messages like this one, has been internalized as a truth. And did so because you were powerless and did not know any better. And that's the thing. They target you, they trigger you when you were a child because you never know any better. You weren't able to distinguish between what's right and wrong. And so accepting that lie as the truth and something to live by becomes part of the norm for you and you grow up realizing that this is such a very difficult message to live with but as an adult and you get those skills of critical thinking and ability to actually distinguish between what's right and what's wrong a lie and a truth you realize gradually that you have been molded and shaped into a toxic entity which consumes lies and internalizes them and considers them as truth. So, I definitely, definitely, definitely enjoyed recording this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed listening and got something out of this episode, especially because self-care tips is such a very, you know, important um, episode that I needed to record and the tips themselves are extremely important to share. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording and as much as I enjoyed telling you those tips as much as I also listened to myself telling you those tips. So it's kind of mutual and please don't be hesitant or shy to support this podcast if you want to see it successful if you want to see it grow if you want to see it thrive you know even just one dollar is more than enough support this podcast support this mission this is very 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 important and i'll be forever grateful for that you'll be shouted out in the podcast if you'd like message me if you have any sort of suggestion you'd like to um tell me about or question and i'll try to answer it so um otherwise that's basically it and i'll see you in the next episode